only I could go to the ball. And so you shall, said the godmother briskly. Just dry up your eyes, child, and I'll arrange it. First, she sent Cinderella to the garden for a pumpkin. When she had bought the largest she could find, her godmother touched it with her wand, and in a moment it became the finest coat you ever saw, gilded all over with gold. Then Cinderella was told to look in the mouse trap, where there were six plump mice, all alive. The godmother gave each a tap with her wand and turned them into six dapple grey horses. Next, Cinderella went back to the garden where she found, behind the washing can, six lively lizards, which her godmother turned into six footmen, stiff and proud in silver buttoned coats. The last person needed was a coachman. Cinderella hunted around until she found a large rat with a grand set of whiskers. The godmother gave it a touch, and it became a fat, jolly coachman with a red beard and an even redder nose. Well, child, said the fairy godmother, how about that? Aren't you pleased with your horses and your carriage? Oh, yes, I am, Cinderella replied. But how, godmother dear, can I go to the ball in these old clothes? At once, her godmother waved her wand. And the dirty old clothes changed into the most beautiful ball dress. Around her neck was a string of pearls, and she found on her feet the daintiest little slippers in the world. Now, away you go and enjoy yourself," said the fairy godmother. "But remember, you must not stay one second beyond midnight, or all your fine things will change back to a pumpkin, and little animals." And rags. When Cinderella arrived at the palace and came into the ballroom, the prince noted her at once and sent one of his courtiers to meet her. There was a sudden hush in the great hall. The dancers were still. The musicians stopped playing. Everyone was amazed at the beauty of the unknown lady. Then the prince came and took Cinderella in his arms, and the music started, and they danced and danced, for the prince could not take his eyes off her. After the dancing, all the court and all the guests went to eat. The prince would touch nothing himself until he had waited on Cinderella, and he chose her the finest food and drink. But Cinderella. Saw her two sisters, plain as pikestaffs, sitting forlornly in a far corner of the room. So she went and sat by them and took them fruit that the prince had given her. The sisters were very surprised, for they did not recognize this beautiful and graceful lady. Then the dancing began again, and the prince and Cinderella were so happy together. And so caught up in the music, that time just raced by. Suddenly, the clock started to strike twelve. <gasps> With a thump of her heart, Cinderella remembered the warning of her fairy godmother. With a little cry, she fled from the ballroom, 
As she ran, she lost one of her slippers, but she could not stop, and she dashed out of the palace gates at the last stroke of midnight. And there she was in the cold night air, once more the kitchen girl in dirty clothes, with only a single slipper to remind her of her happiness. The prince was astonished to see her go, and sent a man at once to find her. But the guards at the gate had seen only a poor servant girl running home, and the courtiers found nothing but a slipper left behind. Then the prince began to search the whole kingdom for the beautiful lady who had made him so happy. From every marketplace, the herald shouted that the king's son would marry the woman whose foot fitted the.